Community Cats podcast. Ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Community Cats podcast. I am your host, Stacey LeBaron. I've been involved helping homeless cats for over 20 years with the Merrimack River Feline Rescue Society. The goal of this podcast is to expose you to amazing people who are improving the lives of cats. I hope these interviews will help you learn how you can turn your passion for cats into action. Today, we're speaking with Kimberly Heaney. Kimberly has over 25 years of experience in the human healthcare industry. Kimberly brings a wealth of expertise in telemedicine, healthcare management, active practice, and technology adoption to the Active for Pets A for P executive team. As Vice President of Operations, Kimberly leads the A for P operations team to identify, align, and achieve company objectives as well as those of its partners. Kimberly is dedicated to Active for Pets' mission to provide the world's first complete suite of telemedicine solutions for pet owners, helping them better control and engage with their pet's health from innovative telemedicine and mobile health technology. Inspired to help animals everywhere, Kimberly worked with the CEO of Active Doctors Online to bring the benefits of human telemedicine to the pet world by launching Active for Pets and making the leap into animal health care. As a lifelong pet parent and volunteer supporter of animal welfare, Kimberly has a unique and acute understanding of the benefits that affordable, accessible, and flexible pet health care can do for animal shelters, adopted pets, and pet adopters. To bring her impact to the local community, Kimberly works with several high-profile humane societies around the country from the Humane Society of Broward County and North Shore Animal League America on the East Coast to Atlanta Humane Society in the Southeast to the SPCA of Texas in the South to the Humane Society of Tacoma and Pierce County in the Pacific Northwest all the way to the SPCALA on the West Coast. Kimberly holds a Bachelor of Science in Forensic Psychology from Barry University with training in mental health addiction therapy from the University of Miami. She's an active member of the National Association of Women Business Owners and collaborates with a number of organizations to support women, children, and pets issues. Kimberly is the proud owner of a 16-year-old tabby cat named Emmy, and Active for Pets has helped Kimberly keep track of all the medical treatments vital information like vaccinations, lab test results, allergies handy at all times. Living the Active for Pets mantra, Kimberly is always well-prepared and proactively looking out for Emmy's health and happiness. Kimberly, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Stacey. It's a pleasure. You have a long resume here. It's fantastic. So 25 years of experience, which is in the human healthcare industry, which is amazing. Can you share with us a little bit about your passion for animals and, and how you fell sort of into that boat after being in the, the healthcare industry? Yes. I mean, I've always had you know, a compassion heart for animals basically coming from my medical side of things and really had been an advocate for pets. You know, I'm the type of person that would always stop to see a stray and attend to its needs. So I really believe going from the human side to the pet side of passion, that's where it came. It was a natural habitat for me 
to want to give back because I feel for those that don't have a voice, all of our pets and felines, they really need to have some sort of advocate like ourselves out there. So that's really where my passion came into the animal welfare industry. When you worked in the healthcare industry, were you volunteering at animal shelters? No, I was not volunteering. I was actually taking care of the patients, but I myself always had adopted a pet. And, you know, I had a dog, but I had a feline my old lady, Emmy, as you stated, and, you know, she had many health issues, um, two strokes and blind and things like that. And for myself working, it was still difficult as far as taking time off and getting the care for her and trying to figure out and more of a peace of mind than what was it truly an emergency. So that's really, it was just my own inner self of the pets out there and the strays that really got me on the right path of where I am today. So Tell me a little bit about how this process went from Active Doctors Online. So what is Active Doctors Online? And then how was there an identification that something was missing in the pet world, which then I'm assuming then led to Active for Pets. So maybe let's let's take a little bit of a look at what you started with the telemedicine for the human side, and then how did it morph into the pet world? Yes. On the human side of Active Doctors Online, again, we wanted to empower and educate every individual to have better care and control of their health and well-being. We all know when we go to the doctors, there's a lot of information that's thrown at us. And we don't ask the right um, questions. We ask, is it covered and paid for? Well, yes, it is with a copay, cash, insurance. Instead of being have knowledge base of knowing what's going on and asking, is this necessary doctor? So active doctors came into play as far as having the PHR, which we call the personal health care record, which would enable anyone, anytime, anywhere to have 24 seven access to know the basics. What are my allergies? What are my medications? Am I allergic to something? When do I go back to refill my medication or see my doctor? So with that said, in the impact that we made in the community with at all levels from hospitals to individuals, I then was thinking, well, wait a minute. People have voices, although they need to be educated and knowledge-based, but pets do not have a voice. And pets are everyone's children, like all of us today. That is our child, and we want the best care. And they can't tell us, oh, mom, you gave me the green pill. Oh, I got a bellyache. So they don't have a voice. And as pet parents, we really need to have that knowledge base and be educated. So that's where we transitioned from active doctors. We had the platform and the solution and services and said, wait a minute, let's transfer this over to the pet. We did involve all the experts, the veterinarians, the shelters, the rescues to kind of get their feedback from the animal welfare expert industry of what would make sense. You know, we wanted something, an easy solution, easy access, and again, something that is going to give them peace of mind to really educate and empower the pet parents to be more engaged and understand at the end of the day the importance of feline compliance even. Oh, I have a well cat. Why do I have to bring him or her into the vet? Well, you still have to be compliant and get the wellness checkups, you know, for that reason. You don't know what's going on inside head to toe. There's more wellness. We've moved away from the seriousness and the sick, and it's about the wellness for the lifetime of the feline. So I'm looking at the Active for Pets website right now as we're as we're chatting here. So it's a way to manage all of your cat information. We're going to use the cat 
cats, cats and dogs, but we'll use cats for today. And so it's a way to capture all your vaccination history, any of the, the doctor visits and they stuff. Does it capture veterinarians' notes too? Is it is it, it does. back and forth? So it's back it's and a, forth. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, yep, it's a two-way connection. So it feeds out and then it feeds back in all the information. And none of that work is on the feline parent, active for pets um, support and medical team. They do upload all the information for the feline's parents. So they just have to log in, access it, username, password, laptop. Obviously, ideally is the app on the phone to have that 24-7 access anytime. And you can actually share those records. So if you had to go to after hours emergency to another veterinarian for your feline at that time, it's going to save you time, money, and in many cases, the feline's life, because they're not going to have to wait to repeat something or wait on a medical record. You'll be able to access that right from your smartphone. And then in addition to the medical records and coming from me after years of trying to read veterinarians' handwriting, I would much rather have something that's written, you know, typed out rather than reading a veterinarian's handwriting. So that to me sounds very exciting. And then also you provide a lot of other support opportunities too. Um, it looks like you have a, an ask the vet, like a consult type situation. Yes. And this a lot of times is a, we, we, I think we have like two of the scenarios going on. A lot of times there's the anxiety of transporting our felines, you know, in the cages and in the car and then sitting where the dogs are barking at the vet office, but they have to be seen. So we're, we're apprehensive to take them or we're running very quickly. We believe there might be an emergency, but maybe it's not. So it's kind of a peace of mind for us if we could just speak to someone and ask that question. So the ask a vet, we do have two levels. We have where you can ask a vet and it's a basic question. You know, my, my feline was given, um, augmenting. He or she does not want to eat for 24 hours. You know, is this, you know, normal? Yes, because it's a strong antibiotic. If it continues, definitely go to your vet. Or the audio video, which is a secure online um, platform that you just log in kind of like a Skype, but more secure. And the veterinarian can see your feline. Maybe the eyes are going back and forth and, you know, they, they had a stroke or um, they have pulled some fur out and they have a hot spot or fur ball. It's something that a veterinarian can visually see and then provide his or her expertise at that moment. And that medical record from his or her conversation with the pet parent is stored back into the platform. Do you struggle with self-care and taking time for yourself? Recharge and reconnect with your passion at the Rescue Me Retreat, a four-day, three-night getaway for animal caregivers, volunteers, and activists that focuses on managing compassion fatigue and burnout. During the retreat, You'll be surrounded by a small group of people that share your passion for helping animals. You'll be given a safe space to talk about some of the struggles that are inherent in animal welfare work, plus the opportunity to slow down, relax, and have fun. The Rescue Me Retreat will be held from June 29th through July 2nd on beautiful Lake Michigan and includes healthy meals, nature hikes, massage, group activities, and discussions, one-on-one -on -one sessions with compassion fatigue therapist Jennifer Blau, access to the beach and water activities, yoga, and more. Learn more at thecompassionfatiguepodcast.com slash rescue-me-retreat and get $100 off if you register before April 1st. You spend so much time taking care of others, 
You deserve this. Have you spoken with your vet about the Feline Fix by Five Months campaign? Fix by Five is a program to raise awareness about the importance of getting kittens fixed before they are five months old in order to prevent unplanned litters. Fix by Five has now been endorsed by all the major national veterinary organizations. We urge you now to make sure that your vet has this information and is able to share it with clients. To get the full story, check out Fix by Five Months website. Google Fix by Five to get all the information. Again, Google Fix by Five for free vet info packets, media kits, articles, and more. Remember, Fix by Five saves lives. So you mentioned uh, quite a few nonprofit organizations, very large scale all across the country. Mm -hmm. How does Active for Pets work with nonprofits? In addition to the larger scale shelters, we are with nonprofits and it's something that we give back. So we want to give back to all of those. Again, our motto of that don't have a voice to empower and educate. This is a complimentary service that we offer to every rescue and shelter out there. So there is no financial commitment as well because the greatest impact they're doing their job, they're trying to provide homes or at least foster them within their own community. And we know resources are minimal to do so. So therefore we are providing our technology to every low spade, neutered clinic or rescue complimentary. And what would that include? I mean, just give me an example of sort of what what it would include. It would include for to have all your medical records. So call it your PHR, but your pet health record. So they everything can be accessed accordingly on all those felines and pets. So you have the platform with all the information, but they could also go ask a vet the the peace of mind questions. Ah, fantastic! I like that. And so this would be something that shelters, rescue group, trap neuter return groups, and you also mentioned clinics, low-cost spay-neuter clinics. Um, so this would be a great resource because as we get more involved in our communities through uh, Pets for Life programs or just community spay-neuter clinics and vaccination clinics. We're out there in the community. And I've used this phrase before. Many of our listeners have heard this. I refer to cats as pets of the poor. So we are out there on the streets running into a lot of quasi-owned or owned and very loved cats that just aren't able to afford or receive the the medical care that we end up subsidizing to to ensure that that cat is well taken care of. Um, And this would be a very helpful service for us to be able to triage some of the more simple things for the smaller groups that don't have, you know, a shelter veterinarian on staff or anything like that. We can triage some of the smaller things, um, maybe utilizing active for pets. Absolutely. And it's easy access in that way there. They kind of know what's going on. One solution, because again, like you said, Stacy, you know, the smaller ones, they don't have even a shelter practice management system or anything like that. So if we can make things even a little bit smoother and efficient within their organization and obviously benefiting the felines in the end, that's why we are doing what we do out there in the community. Do you uh, ever get questions, you know, from your uh, supporters or from the the folks that use this product, any questions um, above and beyond the healthcare questions? Maybe you know how to rescue. Um, I did notice on your blog you cover a lot of tips about you know how to work with shelters and that kind of thing. But I didn't know if you actually helped provide other sorts of information to your members 
about like how to help uh, orphan kittens or something like that? We try to come up with, um, through our vet medical team, we try to come up with various educational um, messaging through the marketing department. So it's really done on, you know, weekly basis, monthly basis of various things. So, you know, if it can be about the importance of dental care, like you said, you know, if it's on a range of felines who are, you know, six months old and have chronic UTI or, you know, so there's, there's various subjects that we do um, cover and we're always open to other ideas as far as, you know, what a great message out there, especially when there's a need to be an extension and a voice for the community. What do you think are the the challenges for getting people on to active for pets? Have you found any barriers to entry? And another question I have now that I'm thinking about it too, is this available worldwide? I believe you said that the, the, the human app started in France. So my sense is it is worldwide, but I just wanted to confirm that. Yes. The answer to your first question of what may be a challenge, the challenge is just getting the voice out there. Uh, it's not once the pet parents educated and they have it, the feedback is phenomenal. Oh my God, I wish I had this sooner. I'm handed all these pieces of paper and they get lost. So I think the more we're just doing, we're all about educating so the more we're educating, you know, the value of active for pets and that it could bring to the pet parent and the pet, the feline, then we're getting over those hurdles. It's just, you know, when you're an organization, it's just the communication of that. And yes, we are a global company, even on the active for pets side, you know, we're headquartered in um, Miami, Florida. However, we are in every state started with the shelters were in corporations, employer employees took it as a employee benefit. They wanted to give back something as well to their employees. So that opened up corporations in various states. And then we are in various countries. In addition to, we opened in Italy and Brussels and China and India and yes, France. Oh, fantastic. That's great. So uh, my listener base grows and grows and becomes even more international every week. So I think anything that can help assist uh, worldwide is uh, a fantastic tool. If people are interested in finding out more about um, Active for Pets, how would they do that? Yes. For additional information, they can go to www.activeactiv4pets.com. And of course, myself, Kimberly Heaney, I'm on LinkedIn as well, if there's any questions or want to link up to me, I'll be more than happy to connect with anyone um, for additional information. So again, that's www.activ, the number four pets, P-E-T-S dot com. And I have a, 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 a question for you as we wrap up. Um, what would be your measure of success? You've obviously had this great vision about active for pets is there a, a vision of where you'd like this to go sort of around the world? My vision is, and it's a journey, is that anyone, anytime, anywhere, irregardless of economics or rural areas, that everyone will be able to utilize active for pets for their pets' um, felines' well-being. So my vision is obviously for 
every pet and to save the felines and the strays from the streets, even. And if that means bringing them into the clinics and, or, you know, letting, bringing the, as I do, bring the felines back to my house and then log (laughs) on for an audio video with one of my vet medical directors. You know, I believe one person can make a difference in the end, Stacey. So I think for, you know, all your listeners out there, the next time that they see a stray, just take a minute out of your day. It could really save that one, you know, feline's life. Right. Anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners today? For all the listeners out there, like I said, one person makes a difference. I can't say that enough. I, I practice and preach it myself to everyone. Everyone's busy. We all have a lot going on, you know, don't have time for anything, but one person can make a difference by touching one feline's life. That's great. Kimberly, I want to thank you so much for joining us today and agreeing to be a guest on my show. And I hope we'll have you back on in the future. My pleasure, Stacey. And I look forward to it. Have a fantastic day. The Community Cats podcast will soon be a year old with over 200 episodes profiling amazing people who are all making a difference in the lives of community cats. If you would like to support the show, but not be a sponsor, feel free to contribute to our efforts by going to www.communitycatspodcast.com and follow the donate link. Help us to continue to provide excellent programming. 